everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Prospectives, where you have two professional real estate agents giving you our perspectives on the market, both nationally, locally, and some tips and tricks for other agents. I'm Jess Preventure, the managing broker here at Lair Realty Partners in Bow, New Hampshire, and the team lead for Pro Homes Group. And this is my co-host, Keith Allentort with Lair Realty. Um, so one thing I thought was interesting is in this market where we're talking a lot about people staying um, where they are, uh, lack of inventory, um, people stuck in very low, not stuck, it's a wonderful problem to have a low interest rate, but maybe that's not why they're selling. I personally would expect that many people are doing remodels or um, expansions of their current home. And this article that came out from the platform house uh, actually said that's not the case. Yeah, I was I was actually quite surprised as well, Jess. Um, you know, when I started reading it, and and then they say actually more people are actually holding off on starting those home improvement projects for you know several different reasons. But um, you know, it's definitely interesting. I thought people would be jumping on this, keeping that current rate. Home uh, house prices are are still increasing, so equity is still being being there. So, um, but apparently people are still waiting that out. But um, yeah, and and the reasons seem interesting. So they said one, the, according to the survey, one in seven homeowners has put their home renovation on pause. That's fifteen percent, um, and this just came out at the beginning of September, September sixth. They also said. And this is where I feel a little disconnect. So 15% of homeowners are saying they put their home renovation on hold, but two thirds of respondents, 63%, said that they would rather stay put in their current home than to buy a right. new home. Right. So, you know, that's interesting because I think that's what we both just mentioned. We expected people are staying put, and we know that people grow out of their homes and it doesn't really always work, so we would expect the renovations. The interesting thing is because uh, those low interest rates they're locked in on their mortgage are pushing them to stay where they are, but the rising interest rates on that say, equity yeah. uh, is what is making them part of what's contributing to delaying Just like buyers, you know, just, just like buyers, even if you're a homeowner, they're, they're still you know, very afraid of that rate, that interest rate, something about looking at that number. Yeah. That it's, it drives people insane. It's and true. I was, I was blown away when I saw that, tell you the truth. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, they said nearly half of the projects planned for 2023 had a budget over $30,000. So it makes sense, you know, if you're borrowing right now, like at a, I have a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, mm -hmm. And my interest rate on that is like, I, I want to say 10. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, $30,000 with a 10% interest rate yeah. is high. Um, the other reason, and this was no surprise to me, was uh, a challenge finding the right professionals. I, I saw that as well. <laughs> Almost half, half of people, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's so interesting to me on kind of a cultural level yeah. that we are certainly seeing that, um, a lack of availability of professional plumbers, electricians, general contractors. There's this real delay mm -hmm. um, in being able to get those people to work on your project uh, or an increase in price for their services. So all of you high schoolers that are graduating, yeah, start absolutely. really thinking about whether 
college is the right way to go or that a trade might be a very lucrative career field for you. Uh, I'll tell you, a lot of people in the trades right now are, are their name in their business. They're naming the price that they want to sell or, or provide at and um, they're doing really well, really well. I was, I was floored when I saw that you know, homeowners that had already completed their projects this year, that that 45% number that they had, didn't weren't sure if they had the right professionals or they had a challenge kind of finding that right person to do that. Well, and I can totally attest to that. We had a problem, as you know, earlier in the year in our home and required a plumber, tile, all these things. And we went through three plumbers before we found the plumber who was able to um, diagnose and find the issue and when I suggested to him hey I'm a real estate agent I've really enjoyed working with you I've had a great experience and I'd love the opportunity to refer you out he no exaggeration was like please don't he was like I am so busy I have more business than I can manage you know so you know if, if you unfortunately meet with a professional and they're like yeah I can be there tomorrow the there's life. probably a reason. Yeah, that. there's probably a reason. So, super interesting to me. Um, and also just what will happen over time to these properties if they're not being updated. Of course. Um, and they're not being um, maintained or what, what will happen when they put these renovations in. It's fascinating. So, we'll keep our eye on that and let sure. us know. Do you have a project that you're putting off um, or that you wanted to get started and you're now delaying? It, we'd love to know. And if we can help connect you with quality. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're looking for somebody, a quality <clears throat> builder or somebody to help run a project or just get you to the right person, you know, please reach out. So moving on to New Hampshire, um, before we get into the regular monthly news, which is uh, we give you every month, we wanted to bring attention to the most yeah. expensive listing in New Hampshire. Yeah, right in Rye. It's in Rye. Right. It's beachfront property. <laughs> so su not surprising that that would be expensive, but this property is listed by Jim Giampa. Um, so shout out to Jim. Great job. And this property is kind of blow your mind. I don't I don't know about you, but we every year kind of do that drive up the New Hampshire course, coast and stare at all the houses and say, oh no, I like this one, I like this right. one. Um, and this is 17 Straw 17 Straws Point Road in Rye, New Hampshire, and it's currently listed for $25 million. $25 million. <laughs> but um this this one you can see three states. You can see Maine New Hampshire and Massachusetts from almost all of the rooms. So, you know, this one is, this one tops the top, right? Oh, right. So. It's incredible. It's on kind of like this jut out over 10,000 square feet of livable square feet, five bedrooms, which doesn't five bedrooms sound small for 10,000 square feet? <laughs> it does, but I went through and I actually looked at the pictures and you're like, well, each room is like, <laughs> You know, 30 by 30 by 30 is what it feels like yeah. looking at the pictures. So, and also, so five bedrooms, yep. seven and a half baths. That's so, <laughs> every bedroom has its own bathroom. And then some. And then some. Um, and then it has an oceanfront outdoor infinity pool. So, you can be lounging in a heated pool, but see all ocean around you. It's very, very cool. And what I thought was interesting and really helps is this property was listed, like I said, it is listed for 25 million, so mm -hmm. 1.3 acres. 
But the in December of 2022, which was less than a year ago, another residence on this road, 60 Straw Points Road, was purchased for $25 million. It was an off-market deal, so it wasn't live on the MLS, which frequently happens with these very upscale properties, um, these luxury. Oh, they're not doing an open house. For that? No, no, oh. we can. I would love to go in and look. Maybe we can call Jim. What yeah, can exactly. you do for us? Um, but it sold for twenty-five million, so that gives a lot of credence and credibility to this pricing strategy. Um, he's kind of on. Right at first, you're like, "It's crazy," but then you look back and you can quickly point to something that didn't even have, a, you know, might not even had a big uh, net to try to cast. Sure, and I mean, Jim is right. He commented that they are not often on the market, and and this is true. People who. Um, Families that have this typically hold on to them for generations and generations to enjoy. They update them. The legacy um, home. Yes, that's right? what he called it. The generational so, wealth. Which we always talk about in real which estate. We all might be want. might not be twenty five million, but maybe a little bit you know, more. <laughs> Less. Um, twenty million, that's fine. <laughs> any any million is fine. Um anyway, I wanna kinda contrast this large property and just kind of put our more realistic glasses on and take a look at what's happening in New Hampshire. And um, the 11th consecutive month in a row <laughs> that sales decreased by double digit amount it was 23.2% drops from last year. Um, it's actually, I thought this was fascinating. It's been more than two years since New Hampshire saw an increase in year-over-year -year sales. I saw that. And when I read that, too, that was something that jumped out to me. I can, two years? I'm, I'm trying to think back. And, you know, you know, it's definitely uh, hasn't been that good. No. <laughs> in terms of the number of sales. So Correct. that's the number of closed Correct. properties. Um, the year-over-year -year median price, on the other hand, continues to go up. Um, and we have consistently gone up since February of 2020. That is 42 months. The median price in New Hampshire has continued to go up. Equity, equity, equity. Yes. You know, that's why, that's why you need to get in that house, you know, because that's... I don't see that stopping. And you know, a lot of people say what goes up must come down. Totally get it, mm -hmm. right? And that speaks to our um, affordability. Affordability is down to, I think, 59. 50, yep. Um, which what that means that affordability index is saying that you take the median now remember median is not average median is the number that falls in the center um, the median price point and the median income and it is saying that the median income is only 59% of the income that is required to buy the median home um, and so I know that's a little confusing. It it's really a little tough to the way that they say it to like wrap your head around, but it's it is too much of your income. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, we want we definitely want that closer to a hundred. Um, and in the past, it's been much over a hundred. So we we really, you know, there's this this real conflict right between affordability and prices especially with the rates. As rates come down, affordability typically goes up because the rate can make such a huge difference in your monthly payment. The problem is, is then we take those two things and we combine them with our lack of inventory. Mm -hmm. 
And inventory um, is still down. It's down 18% since last August. Again, a double digit decline. So when we're talking about the number of sales completed versus the number of homes on the market, the number of homes on the market is down 18%. So it only makes sense that the number of sales, even if all of those sold, it's, it's going to be down. Yes. Um, and what, you know, we're still at 1.8 months of supply. And I know you've heard us talk about it before, but five to seven months of supply is a balanced market. So with such a lack of supply, it's like holding our prices up here, even though, you know. And, you know, we can see a little bit into the future as far as houses being built and, and developments being put in. So, you, you know. There's no, there's no help uh, around the corner. You know, yeah. again, that's why we talk about, you know, getting into that house or, or even that get into that condo. If it's not a, a 15, 20 year plan, it can be a five year plan. Again, mm -hmm. equity, build that equity, rent out. You know, I'd, I'd almost expect that, you know, all these, you know, low interest rate homes, if they're gonna move eventually, they might even just keep out their house and rent. So, 100%. you know, you, you gotta get in where you can get in. And, um, cause I, I just don't see a, a decline or a drop on that anytime. Anytime, anytime soon, especially, and you know, we're even seeing it in the rental market, which we talked about mm -hmm. last week. Yeah, they all go hand in hand, right? We have a friend that just moved into a new rental. It, it's a one bedroom. It is around 600, just over 600 square feet, and he's paying $1,700 a month, mm -hmm. you know, not including utilities. So, you know, that makes a huge difference. So if, if you're going to be kind of constrained into that environment of a rental, you might as well purchase it and be gaining equity to, to push you into what you really need. So um, all of that to say, if you're interested in selling your house, is now is still a really good time, especially if you have a well-maintained home. Um, or a place to go after you sell that house. <laughs> we'll find them a place to go. Come on, let's not discourage. Um, anywho, so um, moving on to our tips for agents. We are heading into Q4, um, and the fourth quarter of the year, we typically see a slowdown. Um, as we head into the winter months and Q1 here in New Hampshire is usually our slowest time. What I would say and what I'm encouraging everybody in my office to do is to not slow down. Do not. I always think of September as my New Year's resolution, as my January 1st. School starting, okay. we're in a new routine and it's time to buckle down I like and that. put in the work. Well, press all, on the gas. Press I on the like gas. That. Exactly. Like because when everybody else is taking their foot off, mm -hmm. when everybody else is going, oh, I'm going to take the kids. I they just don't got... like to get up in the cold. Yeah. In the they you... want to sleep in. Yeah, 100%. And with all the conflicting information in this market, that is our job is to be the resource for our people and to not leave them floundering and wondering. So be proactive, um, get out there, and pedal to the metal. We'll be out there, we'll be ready to go. You just send yeah. us in any questions that you have. If you need to meet one of us, we're, we're ready for you. Uh, but yes, we will not turn it down in, in Q4 or Q1. No. We will 
press on the gas and we will go forward. Right, and continue to bring value to our clients and customers. And if you're an agent out there and you're wondering what you're gonna do um, as we head into these cooler months, especially if you haven't had a super successful year, mm -hmm. right? It, it, a lot of, when we're talking about this many fewer transactions, there are lots of agents that in the past couple of years have been very successful and you look at their numbers this year and they're you know, slow to nail, um, then it is in your best interest to do everything you can right now and through Q4 to set you up for Q1. And, and there is always an opportunity to reset, reevaluate, and, and push forward. And if you need encouragement and you need excitement and you need someone who's um, gonna push you, that's what our team does. We work together, there's business to go around and we elevate each other and push each other to grow and develop and, and move stronger. And if you're move stronger, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. We're here for you. Yeah. Um, and and we're well, you know, we're here to help all of the agents in New Hampshire. You don't have to be a lair agent. Um, Absolutely. We, you know, you don't have to be a member of our board. We are here to support you, encourage you, and um, if you need some ideas, give us a ring or you want a mastermind. Um, that's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. So until next time, it's Jess and Keith signing off. See you next week. Thanks everyone.